from the All Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Adrian Godwin of Oak Tree Financial Services, financial service advisors based in Cork, who believe in being with their clients for life and helping them to understand every part of their financial planning journey. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Adrian. Adrian, firstly, I absolutely love the name Oak Tree Financial Services. I think when we think of an oak tree, we think of something growing richer with years. So hopefully that's, I suppose, testament to the service that you're providing your clients at Oak Tree Financial Services. So I'm, I won't say midlife, um, and I've had various requirements over the years, you know, for example, you know, taking out my mortgage, a bit of savings. Now I've children and I'm thinking about the future. I'm getting a bit older, so pensions are definitely on my on my mind, you know. So I'd love to hear from you about the various services that you provide your clients with throughout their whole lives. Because really, I think we all need to be thinking with the hat on of thinking of having a financial services partner nearly for life. Yeah, so I suppose... What we've tried to do a, a little bit, Elaine, is is almost follow the American um, style of of financial advisors. So you you literally become the linchpin for for a client on everything. So from a product's perspective, it's very simple. I mean, you know, most financial advisors will will provide the same thing. You start off with your mortgage. You have your mortgage protections, your life insurances, your illness covers, income protection, pensions. And then as you move into the retirement stage, the, you know, whether you go the annuity route or an ARF route or whatever later on in life, but that's a product piece. So product is very, very simple. That's like having a cup and, and selling a cup. The, the main part of ours is about the service of it and how you work with those clients all the way through it. And, and this, I suppose, is where we kind of differentiate ourselves from from our competitors really on that. So it's not just about kind of sitting down with you and saying, OK, you want a mortgage, let's just talk about a mortgage. What we do is a full review, a full financial plan and actually decide with you what it is you really need. Now, you ultimately choose what you want to put in place. But all we're trying to do is show you everything that is available to you to do within the confines of your own budget. So again, starting it back, you, you start off with your mortgage. It takes a couple of months to work through a mortgage process. Our job is to make sure that you understand that number one, and that you're not going to come to us today uh, looking for a house that you bought yesterday and want it completed tomorrow. That unfortunately doesn't happen. And, and the banks just make it more and more difficult each time for something like that. But when you take something like that, it's it's to get people to understand what it is you're actually trying to do with them. Once you get people kind of working with you and understanding that, then you can start taking them from that kind of, I suppose, cradle to grave piece you start off when they're getting married, you move on to the next stage of them having kids, they want to put in place some protection covers for them, they want to put in savings plans for the kids for college education. And, and I suppose one of the things we've seen a huge amount over the last couple of years, and this is where the pandemic has made people really think, is people have had time to think. So when they're looking at this, they're now saying, okay, 
what am I going to do in 18 years time when little Johnny is heading off to college? You know, or what do I do in five years time when little Mary is starting college? Because an awful lot of people have been caught in this loop. And I think both of us are in the same age bracket while I know you are younger than me, Elaine, as you keep <laughs> repeatedly pointing out. Thank you. I, I think we're both in that age group that got caught. We're, we're like the, the, the forgotten middle in Ireland. So I think, you know, our parents were in a much better position financially. Our children and our, our peers at a younger age are in a much better position financially. We were the ones who got caught in that Celtic, Celtic tiger era. And it has taken us a long time to actually recover from that and come out of that. There are people younger than us who have better pensions and better savings plans in place already because there's an understanding there that this is what they need to be doing. So, yeah, I suppose in a long winded way, that's kind of what we do. It's 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 more about service than it is just about a simple product. No, and that's very interesting concept, actually, very much because, as you said, you know, a product is something you can just buy and anybody can just go out there and buy an insurance policy or or or, or something like that. But it's the whole advice side behind it and really getting inside and to know the client, because what I might want in retirement or at a certain age might be totally different to what somebody else might want or, you know, what's important to them. Yeah. So for somebody it might be having physical assets, somebody else it might be having life experience and the freedom to travel and that financial freedom side of things, you know. But what I think, I won't say buzzword, but one word that is, I know is just so, so important for us all, irrespective of what age you are, is pensions. Yeah, yeah, I think, and, and again, this comes back to what I was saying earlier on. The, the younger people of today are actually more in tune with their retirement 40 years from now than we are. Wow. Where it's 20 years away. And what's um, driving this? I think, I think there's just this, I'm not quite sure. I do think a little bit of it is is to do with this whole thing of they, they believe that they can retire from 50. And yes, you can retire from 50 if you want to retire from 50. I don't think they've seen the hardships of the world just yet. <laughs> I think it may be a little bit naivety in it. But I, I think they're absolutely, they're so much more focused and so much more committed to doing it than anyone in their 40s or 50s are. There's certainly people in their 50s who believe that the retirement from the state, that the, that state pension of around 13,000 a year is going to be sufficient. Oh my God, it's it's not. It's 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 going to leave such a shortfall for people. They don't they don't realize it. But what people need to start doing is just start thinking very kind of at a, from a very simple point of view. Out of my back pocket, what can I afford to put away? They'd actually be surprised. Once they start looking at it, even starting at a very small amount on a monthly basis, it does build up. It does work. It's never too late to start a pension. I have clients in their 60s who are in, in, in good positions within companies now, and they're now starting to contribute hugely into it. One of the things you have to remember is that the revenue are giving you a tax relief on this. So if you take a very simple example, and I'm going to take a, a, a high enough salary here because it makes my figures easier and it makes it easier on my brain to, to, to deal with. 100,000 salary, someone in their 40s can contribute 25% gross to their pension. 25,000 a year is what would be going into your pension. Straight away, a client is going to start going, whoa, I can't afford to do 25,000 a year. Hang on a minute. Take the tax relief off that. 
that suddenly becomes 15,000 a year out of your back pocket. And break it down then based on the number of pay periods you have. So if you're if you're basing it on a 12-month pay period, that's 1,250 a month. When you work it out like that, and, and actually I just had a client this morning in relation to the exact same thing. He couldn't believe that 25,000 was the same as 1,250 a month. But it is because that's how the tax relief works. If you're not availing of the tax relief in a year, you lose it. So if you don't, if your salary is 100,000 in 2023 and you don't put in 25,000 into your pension, then you've lost the tax relief. It doesn't roll forward. 2024 is the start of a new year. Mm-hmm. Albeit there are exceptions in relation to ABCs and things like that, but I'm, I'm not going to go into that. But, but very, you know, very simply, people need to just work out what can I afford out of my wallet. And that's something when you break it down, as you just did there. Do you know what I mean? You know, it, it seems it's so much more doable as well. But actually, to think of the tax relief, you know, whether you're the whatever rate of tax that you're on, you know. There's so much money that you could be leaving on the table for the taxman rather than investing in your future. And I think yeah. another point as well, which you brought up very rightly, Adrian, is that it's, it is never too late to start putting away for your pension. But the sooner you start doing it, you benefit from compound effects throughout the years. You know, one of the, the, the first principles of maths we were all taught is, you know, compound interest. And this is a prime example of it. Yeah, it is absolutely. And I, I, I still think it's funny, you know, people don't understand compound interest. Um, I, I'm, I'm an accountant, a tax advisor and a financial services person, and I'm not so sure I fully understood compound interest from national school either. I, I think it was the way it was taught was made it more complicated. But yeah, it's basically it's money on top of money is the simplest way to actually think of this. And as you said, the sooner you start, the sooner it starts to grow, the sooner you start to see a return, the more that's there and the more that keeps that it keeps earning as you get to retirement. You know, ultimately, the, 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 the focus here is to is to provide yourself with a second income after you leave work, because nobody wants to stay working until they're in their 70s or 80s. That, no. OK. Some people do, but not everyone wants to do that. But you want to be able to have that choice. If you decide to stay working on, fine. But at least afford yourself that opportunity to have choices and a choice available to you from 50 onwards. You know, that's the big thing. There's there's one huge change that has come about in the last, um, in the last couple of years, actually the last couple of months. It's this new PRSA. So uh, um, this, what it basically has done for companies. So most of most of the people involved in EIBF are all entrepreneurs, and quite a lot of entrepreneurs take very small salaries. So you could have a, a, an entrepreneur taking a salary of, let's say, twenty thousand a year. It kind of covers the bills. So if if he's in his forties, take twenty five percent of that is only five thousand. He's going well. What's the point in me putting that into a pension? But the company could actually be quite cash rich. And one of the things that has come out this year is the ability to actually take chunks of money from your company, put it into a PRSA structure, completely tax free. And it doesn't matter what size of a salary you're on. So it has really brought about a whole new um, option open to clients and entrepreneurs to actually take money out of their own company that belongs to them mm-hmm. and put it into their own name. 
and revenue have signed off on this. Uh, now I know from a, um, a, the tax world is a bit like, ooh, I don't know, not sure how this is going to work out, but the t- revenue has signed off on this. And it is right now, it's, it's law. Yes, maybe it changes in the future, but right now it works. So, so that's one of the big things that so we see. So a business owner and an entrepreneur, instead of drawing out their salary and putting a bit away into their pension, availing of the, the reliefs and within the parameters that are available, they can actually go down this PRS route, PRSA route. Yeah, absolutely. There's like That's only one option. There's so many different options. But I think, you know, we, we talk about PRSAs, we talk about exec pensions, we talk about personal pensions, we talk about AVCs, we talk about ABC PRSAs, we talk about PRBs, ARFs. A whole ARFs, alphabet ARFs, itself. <laughs> and, and everyone gets lost. Ultimately, it's a pension. Whatever we call it, it's a pension. Okay. And I think sometimes people get confused by all of these acronyms that are out there and absolutely you know the 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 consumer protection code has has tried to simplify this and in simplifying anything in ireland we overcomplicate it (laughs) so i think one of the things people need to do first of all is just take a step back from where they are and go can i afford to do a pension if i can well then how do i do a pension that's not up to an entrepreneur or a business owner or an employee to to decide. There, absolutely, it is for them to decide. But they can they can talk to someone about the options that are open to them, and that's I suppose where we come in. So every client we we will have is completely different because, as you pointed out a couple of minutes ago, their goals, their aspirations, their age they want to retire at is going to be completely different. And one product over another product might suit someone better. So that's, that's I suppose, what, what our job is. That's the importance then as well as, as having, you know, a financial services partner throughout all the stages in your life. But I suppose another thing as well is that being open to it as well is another thing because typically a lot of people, I know when I think of my parents' generations, would have been protective of what they have and their finances. And just one other thing as well. Um, Adrian, that sometimes can be seen as the elephant in the room, maybe when it comes to Irish and our Irish, you know, the, the psyche and our gravitas towards property, you know, very typically so when, um, and then I'll go back to another generation older than us, it was very much, you know, whatever we invest in, let us see it, let it be a house or a rental property, um, especially when, you know, the downturn happened and with the crash and shares were literally wiped clean and that. So people kind of had this feeling that, if they can see it, well, then it's there. It can't be taken from them. I, oh, okay, but I, I'm also going to say two things to you, right? Okay, so the shares collapsed. Absolutely, they collapsed. Back in, in March 2009, I think it was the 9th of March 2009, they absolutely hit rock bottom. Within 18 months, they had they were back up again. Okay, so yes, if you were retiring at any time around then, not so good. But if you had still 20 or even 10 years left to retirement, you benefited from that upside. OK, so that that's the first thing. It's 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 always about your time to retirement. OK, you need to be very careful on that piece of it. Property, if you remember as well, also collapsed. We have a huge history in Ireland of, yes, wanting to own property. But we now have a glut of accidental landlords that are in situations where, unfortunately, tenants rights are extremely strong and there are a number of our clients that have properties that are just getting out because they 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 don't have the ability to control 
the properties anymore. So it is something that that does need to be borne in mind. I have a number of clients that want to buy properties and then you sit them down and you go through the pros and cons of doing it. And the, everyone is different, but most times it will come up that there are more cons to it than pros. Now, if you want to do a pension and a property, that can be done too. Again, we have the means with which we can do it and you can actually still borrow within a pension, certain types of pensions, you can still borrow within a pension to buy a property. Again, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it, there there's are ways, ways. There's ways and means for everybody. You know, that's, I think, the long short of it. Adrian, you've been an absolute mindful of information there. And I think it's no wonder that your clients, you know, tell us here at the All-Ireland Business Foundation how much you put them at ease and how you are such a trusted partner with them for life in that side of things. If you were to leave our listeners, especially those that are listening that are say business owners and entrepreneurs with three tips around their financial well-being what would they be three tips you couldn't have just gone for one no <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll set with one good one <laughs> okay three tips okay from a company perspective know where your money is coming from and going to i'm a great believer in 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 terms of looking at a company and going okay if you, if you have clients and they're recurring clients, attach a client to a bill. So you could say, Mary, Johnny and Joe all pay my electricity. Michael and whoever else pay my rent. And if you do that, what happens is, is if you lose one of those clients, you're not kind of looking at the overall picture going, well, it's only one client. You're now looking at, okay, who am I going to get to replace Mary? to pay my rent. So that's kind of, I suppose, one of the first things I would do. And that's particularly important for, for new starters, new entrepreneurs that are that are starting out in their in their business. Um, you know, making sure it's kind of a very micromanaged mm -hmm. element at that, at that point. The second part of it is just in terms of your overall financial view is understand the options that are available to you. Understand the benefits that you can avail of whether that's um, doing pensions or whether that's doing um, investments or whatever that is um, over the next number of years, we, we, we'll say, make sure you're getting all the tax reliefs you absolutely can. The last piece of it, and I think it's one of the biggest pieces of it for any entrepreneur is, is we don't think of our exit plan. Make sure you have an exit plan. Mm -hmm. I, I always say to people, it's, 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 it's almost like your prenup. You, you need to, if when you're walking up that aisle to get married, you need to have the prenup done and an exit plan of how you're going to get out of this <laughs> if you have to. And, and you have to do the same with your own business. You have to be able to separate. So take Oak Tree. I have to be able to separate Adrian from Oak Tree. Because if Oak Tree was to be sold on, it has to be sold on without me. So it's the same with any business that's out there. Make sure that it's independent of you but also make sure that you understand how you can get out. There's loads of tax incentives out there. There's loads of planning opportunities out there. There's loads of ways of making sure that the cash you've built up in your company can become yours quite tax efficiently. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get the advice on doing that. So again, it all goes back to making sure you've got that open, honest relationship with a financial services partner Absolutely. like yourselves at Oak Tree. Adrian, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Am I can, I, can I say one last thing, Elaine? Right? Absolutely. I, and I say this as an accountant and a tax advisor, right? 
one of the things, one of the biggest things we come up against here is where clients come in and say to us, my accountant says not to do this, or my accountant says not to do this. And what I, one of the things I'm going to give people a bit of advice on is understand your own business, understand your own figures. An accountant will prepare a set of accounts, typically nine months after the period has finished. You want to be working in such a way that you have up-to-date information available to you. So you should be doing, if you have a 12 month set of accounts ending December, you should be reviewing the previous 11 months in December. Understanding that if you have options or if there are options open to you, that you're availing of them. I will say like one of the biggest things that, that people need to realize is the accountants aren't everything. The tax advisors aren't everything. The solicitors aren't everything. Financial advisors aren't everything. You don't need to fully understand every single thing within your own business. That's what all of us are for, all the professionals are for. But you do need to have a grasp on what's actually going on and not rely solely on everyone else. That's Sorry. very, very stalwart advice, uh, Adrian, is, is to know to know yourself and to know your numbers and to know what's yeah. going on. Because sometimes not every decision that we will make in the business will be be driven from a tax perspective or from whatever there could be other family circumstances going on you know absolutely absolutely so Adrian, if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you to learn more about i suppose how potentially they could benefit from your bundle of knowledge how can they do that so you can contact us through our website um which is oaktreefinancial.ie uh, on there we have um an option to book a chat directly with us um, or you can email me directly, uh, adrian at oaktreefinancial.ie um, and we'll be able to deal with any queries or questions happily that um, any of your members come, come to us with, Elaine. Thanks so much, Adrian. Thank you so much, Elaine. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll, goodbye.